Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is Fox 2 News in the Morning. Rockford Beach Park reopened this weekend after being shut down for the past two the precautions in place to make sure to keep people safe. Also ahead here on Fox 2 News in the morning, police make arrests following two recent deadly shootings. A look at the charges the suspects are facing this morning. Plus, a grocery store that opened not even six months ago abruptly closes its doors. The factors that went into closing Fields Food in Pagedale as neighbors are scrambling to find another place to get their groceries. A lot of headlines to catch you up on on this late edition of Fox 2 News in the morning. Thank you so much for making us a part of your day. It is Sunday, July 23rd. I'm Laura Simon. So good to be with you this morning. Some of us got some thunder, lightning and rain overnight. And I saw all of those on my way into work this morning. Let's get right to meteorologist Jamie Travers this morning with a first look at that forecast. We had a few very small little pockets of thunderstorm activity, very widely scattered or very isolated. Not mm -hmm. a lot out there. I know my house, we did not see a whole lot of anything, but heard some rumbles of thunder definitely here from the studio as well and the studio we did get a little bit more rain here a parking lot definitely a pretty wet uh, temperature wise we are in the 70s low 70s 72 degrees at lambert airport southwest wind sustained only at three miles per hour there is a look at power doppler Mostly we are dry. We have just a few spots, mainly Madison County, seeing a few showers there. Southern St. Clair County, Northern Randolph County over on the Illinois side, seeing a little spot of rain. These are moving toward the south and east. And last check of radar when I had my lightning tracker on, I did not see any of that. So at this point, probably just showers, maybe a little bit of rumble of thunder activity there. 64 for Moscow Mills, Washington, 65 at Perryville down in Farmington, also at 65 degrees. Today we're going to have plenty of that sunshine, a mostly dry day, but this afternoon and evening, probably mid to late afternoon and through the evening hours, additional isolated showers and storms are going to move into the area with another little wave rolling through. After that, we're going to turn our attention to some heat building into the region. We'll have a look at that coming up. Okay, Jamie, really appreciate that. New this morning, St. Louis City Police make arrests in connection to two recent deadly shootings. The first one happened at a quick trip on Graboy in Chippewa. Mohammed Abdi is in jail this morning without bond. Prosecutors have charged him with first-degree murder and armed criminal action. He's accused of shooting and killing Demetric Steele on July the 7th. Prosecutors have also charged a woman in a double shooting that happened in the Hamilton Heights neighborhood. Tiffany Richardson 
Morgan faces two counts of unlawful use of a weapon and two counts of armed criminal action. She is accused of shooting two men at a home on Shamut Place. 52-year-old George Robbins died in this. A 29-year-old was taken to the hospital in critical condition. Homicide detectives are handling both of those investigations. To another investigation we're following for you this morning. This one happened around 1215 yesterday afternoon where two men were shot on North Kings Highway. Both victims are said to be doing okay this morning. St. Louis City Police are currently investigating that incident. A man meeting up with someone through a dating app ends up getting carjacked at gunpoint. Police say the victim agreed to meet the suspect near the North Riverfront neighborhood. A 20 year old man picked up the suspect on Rosebud Avenue and drove a short distance. But at some point in time, the suspect ended up showing a gun and demanded the victim to get out of their car. The suspect took off in the victim's gray Nissan Rogue. St. Louis Metropolitan Police are handling this particular investigation. You are asked to call Crime Stoppers if you have any information. Rockford Beach Park is uh, located on the Big River and they're reopening after being shut down for the past two weekends. The closures came after authorities had to address an increase in violence as well as even a drowning. Fox 2's Blair Lede joining us live from High Ridge this morning to explain what families can expect as the park reopens. Blair. Good morning to you, Laura. Yes, the park uh, did reopen this weekend. That's for the first time within the past two weekends. And authorities got together to figure out how to address these issues that really started to ramp up at the start of the summer. So from this weekend moving forward, there will now be a sheriff's deputy on site during peak hours. Now, Jefferson County authorities say overcrowding uh, was the common thread in the rising fights, stealing, assault, underage drinking, and a drowning. A 41-year-old St. Louis man drowned here July 3rd after jumping from the bluff into the river. Then just three weeks after that, officials had to rescue a man who got stuck on a rock shelf just above an area of Rocky Rapids. Overcrowding, authorities say, was making it much harder for them to get to visitors quickly in case of emergencies, bring in their equipment, or get ambulances through. The sheriff's deputy will be on duty, watching out for too many people coming in and blocking roadways to park. Law enforcement, fire and rescue teams and uh, Jefferson County officials got together to come up with this short term plan of increased supervision. Now the park is open from dawn until dusk. Just a few people here right now, but on a nice day, you might want to make sure you get out here early because that sheriff's deputy will be on site and he'll be turning people away to avoid that overcrowding. Reporting live in High Ridge, I'm Blair Lede, Fox 2 News. All right, Blair, thank you so much for that. Meantime, a grocery store located in a so-called food desert is shut down just months after its grand opening. Contact 2's Mike Colombo found out what's being done to bring that store in Pagedale back and what led to its closure in the first place. That's kind of our organic, healthy field. Fields Foods owner Chris Goodson came on our 9 a.m. show March 2nd to promote his company's new store in Pagedale. On March 21st, we were there when it officially opened. Now, less than six months later, it's closed. Signs on the door say the grocery store will reopen under new ownership and management. Was it a surprise? Uh, yeah, big surprise. They just been they just opened. The fittingly named Leonard Fields was stopping for lunch Friday when he learned of the closure. I was coming to get some Gatorade. I was going to get some grass. I was coming to get some Gatorade. 
Yep, trying to stay cool while I'm cutting. So. Is it frustrating? Of course it is. Chris Kramer is president and CEO of the nonprofit community development organization Beyond Housing. The organization owns the building Fields Foods occupied on Page. If you had to pinpoint what it was that has this place closing less than a half year in. Uh, it's hard to tell, Mike, right? I don't know, I don't know the, the, the behind the scenes of, 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 of Fields and what happened. All, all, all I know is, again, the stocks, the, the shelves weren't being stocked the way they were um, uh, from, from the grand opening, which was wonderful and marvelous and full of energy. So something happened that changed. Fields Foods owner Chris Goodson tells us he's negotiating the sale of all of the company's locations to an employee ownership group. He says Pagedale deserves a grocery store and thinks there needs to be a regional effort to look at a different model for food deserts moving forward beyond an individual grocer. If you want to invest in, in a community like ours, you can't bring a Chesterfield economic model to make a grocery store work. Kramer says he's now focused on finding a new company to bring a grocery store to Pagedale. We're talking to anybody and everybody who's got interest in and then can deliver on a high quality grocery store. Again, good product, good price, good customer service. Our community will, will, will support a, a grocery store like that. Leonard Fields did, but today and for the time being, he's having to find another option. Where's you gonna go? Wait till the, ain't nowhere else around here. You already on page, so Wellston or back up towards Quick Trip in, uh, by, uh, by, by 170, so. I'm Mike Colombo, Fox 2 News. 720s our time and maybe you're getting ready to make those uh, weekend plans. It's been a nice weekend out there so far overall. Yes. Lots of people outside biking, running, and you could really do that pretty much at any time of the day. It didn't get too hot yesterday afternoon. We really had a mild summer, Jamie. Yeah, you know, yesterday was gorgeous. Low humidity as well. It was just really picture perfect for considering what time of July we're in. Right, July 23rd, and most people around here know that summers can get brutally hot, but we could see that July heat return before the month is over. Absolutely, we are tracking hotter temperatures heading our way for the work week. It's going to be pretty hot there. Now we could even have some advisories issued. No, nothing like that though issued just yet. We're going to though show you the six to 10 day outlook because this heat, well, this pattern could be here to stay so far since June 30th through the first half of July. It has been active round after round of rain and storms helping to improve at least the uh, drought situation for now. But now we're going to change that pattern up and we're going to see a predominantly dry forecast with those hotter temperatures. Now power Doppler, we've had just a few isolated showers, some rumbles of thunder lightning tracker is on northeast. Randolph County in Illinois, just north northeast of Sparta, seeing a little downpour of rain there. This is moving toward the south and east. And then just a few, ah, not next to nothing now with that latest radar scan. So the showers we had there near Fredericktown, 12 mile in Madison County, those showers really basically have dissipated. And that's what we're continuing expecting here over the uh, next little bit. Anything out there should continue to diminish as we head or as we have passed to sunrise just a little bit ago.
about an hour, hour and a half ago. Perry County, Missouri showing mostly clear skies there. Here is a look from Lambert Airport looking north and west. We have 72 degrees that wind out of the southwest at three miles per hour. Temps elsewhere outside of the city. We are in the 60s for the most part. DeSoto at 70, 66 though for Cuba. Potosi, 68 at Scott Air Force Base, 64 at Alton. There's a look at some of those isolated showers and storms that we did have overnight week, though well below severe limits for the overnight hours. Most of the region did stay dry, but we did have a little bit of rain roll through the St. Louis Metro. Now, most of today is going to be dry. Also, here we are at 445, still not really seeing any activity. Now, some data does suggest that we could see a little bit of stuff bubble up maybe in the 3 to 4 p.m. time frame, but really for the most part, I think for the Metro, chances start to increase a little bit after 5 p.m. So some isolated showers and storms over the course of the evening hours does look to be Become more widespread as we get into southeastern Missouri into southern Illinois. Once those evening storms come to an end, we'll see clearing overnight tonight, and then tomorrow is going to be pretty hot. Lots of sunshine, especially for the first half of the day. A little bit more cloud cover by the afternoon, but highs tomorrow are going to be in the mid 90s, back up to above normal temperatures, and then we're only going to get hotter from there. So for today, isolated afternoon or even evening storms. Much of today, most of today is going to be dry for most of the area. A high right around 90, which is right where we should be for this time of year. Westerly winds about 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, evening storms, and those will gradually be shifting south. In fact, today, the best chance for rain and storms this afternoon and evening will be along and south of I-70. But those evening storms drop south, and then we'll see clearing lows just around 70. Your extended forecast. Look at the heat that's going to be building in. Humidity today stays in check, even tomorrow for the most part, but dew points are going to be coming up to the upper 60s for much of the work week. Maybe even the lower 70s. We'll have breezy and hot conditions. Heat in the seas around 100 degrees each day, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. A little bit of uncertainty with the weekend, and I also want to mention that Monday night into early Tuesday, we could have some storms, and there are a few very slight storm chances scattered over the course of the week, but very slight. In fact, low enough to where we're not really uh, talking about them too much here on the extended forecast. With some uncertainty coming into next weekend, we could have a few showers and storms as a cold front looks to dip south into our area.